From the WGLT Newsroom, good morning. I'm Jack Palaznik. The second person to try for Illinois State University's presidency says he sees an opportunity to define what it means to be a Redbird. Donald Easton Brooks spoke at a public forum on campus Thursday afternoon. What is the Redbird experience? What does that feel like? Does the Redbird experience invite people in? Do you feel invited? Do you feel a part of this? If I ask your current students, what does this mean? Could they tell me? Could employees tell me? This is what the experience feels like. Easton Brooks is currently a dean at the University of Nevada, Reno. He has more than two decades of experience in higher education leadership. Two more finalists for ISU's open presidential position are expected to be announced next week. The Illinois Educational Labor Relations Board has signed off on the formation of Illinois State University's new union. United Faculty of ISU represents hundreds of tenure and tenure-track faculty members. Member and associate professor Mark Zablocki says they're preparing to negotiate a contract with the university starting next week. We have three dates set up, the 28th, March 4th, and March 14th. I can't speak to um, you know, what we're anticipating. Zablocki says union organizing truly got underway during the peak of the pandemic. He says creating the union was a years-long effort. A big part of the path to profitability this year for electric vehicle maker Rivian is cost reductions. In an earnings call, CEO RJ Scarange says the company with a plant in normal will be paying less for parts. He says the industry as a whole has changed a lot since the last round of contracts in 2019 and 2020. Parts manufacturers now have more confidence in the viability of the sector and in Rivian in particular. Scaringe says Rivian is also buying more parts as it has ramped up production. They now see us as a large customer and they see what's coming with R2 and that gives us really meaningful negotiating leverage. Scaringe says in many cases they've been able to renegotiate and remove the price premium for parts that they had to pay for as a new company. Where they couldn't do that, he says they found new suppliers. And Eureka College is getting a radio station. The Federal Communications Commission has approved a construction permit for the station that will broadcast at 103.1 FM. Eureka absorbed Lincoln College's radio and TV program when that college closed. But federal regulations prevented moving Lincoln College's radio station, so Eureka had to apply for a new broadcast license. I'm Jack Palazzo.